Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a tangent. Back in the days when we played video games, it was hardcore for the nerdy and lazy. Now things have changed and all our video games are also for the casual and lady. But that's okay, you know the score. We told you a million times before. Playing consoles, not just games, is in the past. For another week of N4G Radio, episode 490, ready for October the 2nd, 2017. The month of the apocalypse has arrived. It's, 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 it's dun, October, dun, dun. and I am prepared you, for I, my skeletons. I hope everybody's prepared, except for Ryan, because he only reviews 2K games, and 2K don't send us games. Right. That's- <laughs> Hey, he also plays uh, the show game, so, you know. Yeah, but that's in spring. That's in spring, you know. But, oh, man. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, shivets. There's a lot of games coming out this month. Uh, But with us this week, we have the Wombat. Whoop. And we have Jay. Buongiorno. And everybody else is a sumbitch. Damn right they are. Some bitch. Don't be showing up. John's over in Amsterdam. You'd rather be on the Amsterdam. Podcast. Yeah. Should have been home with a headset on. That's where the hotness is. Damn right. That's where the action is. That's an Amsterdam shame. Mm. Oh, wow. I was waiting for that one. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, but anyway, video games. Let's talk about video games. Jay, did you play any video games? I play, I play several video games. Um, am I still under embargo for Mario Luigi Superstar Saga? Yes. God damn it. It's coming out real soon, too. I think it's coming out this week. Pretty yes, sure. I believe... Is, is it this week? I'll, I'll check the release date, but I, haven't, uh, but... I haven't seen any coverage drop for that yet. Okay, so I'll talk about a few games that I know no one else played here, and then I'll go into some games that I know uh, some of you have already. So the the final Neo DLC dropped called the Bloodshed End, and uh, this is the third DLC, and you know, like I said, it's the final one. It kind of closes closes the books on the storyline of Neo. The interesting thing is, I think if you finish the original Neo, the storyline completes in a relatively satisfying way, with it with a couple of things left open for the game to continue if they so choose, and that's where the DLC kind of went. And uh, I'm I'm very glad the, the DLCs were actually very high quality. They've always introduced a new difficulty, which means every mission was playable again with uh, new difficulty modifiers where the enemies were much stronger or they had different enemies in different positions. And the rewards that you get were increased, you know, like several folds as well, along with the new, um, I guess rarity of items as well and now the final uh blush edge end introduces a new mode called the biz which is kind of like this big giant almost like it's like a 999 level place that you can go into where they have the strongest bosses and these crucible battles and you can get these items called defiled items and uh after you leave the place 
you're able to kind of identify what these defiled items are, and they turn out to be some of the strongest items in the game. And you can also upgrade your current uh, items using the defile uh, mechanic, and then try to go into uh, the the biz, defile an item, beat a few bosses, upgrade those things to become even rarer, make me make it into ethereal items, and then come out and do some other stuff. So that's pretty good. Like I mean, this one doesn't introduce a new weapon like the other two DLC did. But it introduces new moves for every weapon in the game, which is actually really nice. And they're all really flashy. And some of them are very good, so <clears throat> always nice to see that. And uh, the way the story ends, the cinematics that they put in there, it's, it's definitely not a, one of those DLC that's kind of tacked on. This definitely took a lot of budget. This took a lot of time and effort to create. And you can really tell that uh, they have a lot of love for the series. And this is a nice little send-off to Neo. And this game came out in January of this year, and I'm still talking about it now in October. And it's thanks to all this DLC content. And because the season pass was was at like a half, like a 50% discount, I picked it up for like, I think like $10 or something like that. And for all the content, all the hours that I put into this game, it was certainly worth it. Because I'm I'm one of those people that don't buy into season passes. But uh, when your content is this good, this varied, and uh, this well-priced, yeah, I'm, I'm into it, you know. That's how you do uh, season passes in general, I think. And um, yeah, man, like um, when I think about Neo at the end of this year, when uh, Game of the Year talks are going to happen, I'm going to remember it. Uh, mostly because A, I, I said I would remember it way back in January, and second, because of his DLCs keep reminding me of how good this game is. Uh, the other game that I played uh, that I really wanted to play a lot of, um, one of the actually reasons that I actually picked up a Switch is the Octopath Traveler. Oh, I, I, I bought a Switch over the over the weekend. Man, we're slowly and, uh, assimilating everybody. Uh, as it, in, like, Switch owners or is something? It, Drew's the only one who doesn't have one now, right? Ryan, you have one? I do. Yeah, okay. I, I, yeah I'm pretty sure he got one recently. John has one, Justin yeah. has one, you have one. Yeah. So I guess it's just... Does Jason, Jason has one too, right? Of course Jason has okay. one. Well, it's a Nintendo, yeah. It's yeah, Nintendo, so, yeah. Yeah, for everyone that's a regular at the podcast, I guess Drew's the last uh, holdout. Yeah, to be honest, like when I picked up the the Switch, I don't have any game. I didn't pick up any games along with it. I have some rental games coming in the mail. Um, the first one on the list is the the Mario and Rabbids game because that's the game that I've heard nothing good about, and it's a game that I should enjoy. Yeah, yeah. John has been talking nonstop about how good that game is, and uh, I think you've also mentioned it as well. So that's one game I want to test out. So I got that coming in the mail. I, I'm, I'm also interested in playing out the, the story mode in Splatoon. Not so much the online, but I enjoy the, the story mode in Splatoon 1 with a lot of the you know interesting dynamics and the boss fights and stuff. So I'm looking forward to that. ARMS, not so much. Um, I played it. I played ARMS at my friend's house, and I wasn't too into it. I, I like what they're going for. I'm glad it exists, but it's not for me. So I'm going to skip that one. But the game that I did download and play a lot of was the Octopath Traveler demo. And boy, did it. It almost feels like it justified my purchase in a lot of ways because I have such a good feel about this game after playing through the demo using the, the two characters that's available out of eight and seeing how the uh, the gameplay dynamic and the, uh, and the combat works with uh, being able to break your opponent using their weakness and then go into like a really powerful fully charged attack by saving up turns of these like kind of, I forget what the it's not I don't think it's brave points but um, that's how that's what it was in in bravely default I think it's something else but it's another BP kind of system 
So the strategy is good, and the visuals, this whole 2.5D aesthetic they're going in with the sprites, it's it's something that I've never seen before in a video game. And that's something you don't get to say often. Because I feel like everything has been made. I've never seen a game quite with this aesthetic. And it's beautiful. That's, I, I really love it. The voice acting is really good. The storyline seems fascinating. With how the, the storyline of these eight unique characters with their own stories, or their own backgrounds, and their own unique mechanics uh, can kind of come together. Because at the end of the, end of the second playthrough, I actually went to the town where the, the first character was at, and then I recruited her. And then, you know, we had this two-man party going, and then I went to challenge a dungeon that I had to beat up a guy that was standing in front of by challenging him to a duel. And then I went in there, even though I was technically not really supposed to, because there's a lot of powerful enemies. I went in there, I looted all the treasure, I fought a bunch of really, really strong monsters. It's just really fun. I don't think there's a single bad thing I can say about this game. And um, that's saying a lot, because this is a demo. I played like three and a half hours of it. And uh, Brevi Default development team has always had this knack for building really, really good demos. If you ever played the Bravely Default or Bravely Second demo, you know what I'm talking about. They give you such a good uh, taste of what the game has to offer and also allows you to transfer a lot of stuff into the full game. I know this game is coming out in 2018, but I feel like the amount of content that I played and how well-polished it feels, I would not be surprised if this is like early quarter one, like January or February 2018. That would not surprise me at all. And that would that would be lovely. Because uh, really looking forward to this game. Because uh, I think at this point, this is my third or fourth most anticipated game of 2018. And it's a Switch exclusive. So I think along with games like Mario Odyssey, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, and now Octopath Traveler, it really justified me purchasing a Switch. So I'm happy about that. I also played and finished uh, Dishonored 2 Death of the Outsider. How far did you get with that, Ken? I know you were playing it. I never got back to it, so I've only finished the first uh, first area. Ah, uh, that's a shame. It's it's pretty good, Ryan. I know. Um, you never got to play Dishonored two, right? Oh no, I played and beat Dishonored two. Oh, Dishonored two. Did you not play the DLC? Uh, I did not play the DLC. Why not, man? I know you like Dishonored two. Um, uh, I'm kind of caught up in Destiny right now. Ah, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. You're in the Destiny grind. There's no time for anything else. I, I hear you. Uh, but I will say to you, Ryan, that this one is good. It has that it has that excellent level design that we both enjoy, where there's, there's multiple ways of approaching a situation, the, uh, depending on what power that you want to go, whether you want to go in kind of guns blazing, or whether you want to go with a mix of both, or go entirely stealth. It gives you a lot of tools. And uh, some of the powers that Billy Lurk has seems almost too powerful in some ways, but they do a good job of balancing out the powers. Like, she has an ability called Semblance. What she does is that if she can catch someone off guard, she can actually take their face. And then using that face for time, it drains uh, it drains her mana consistently as she's walking around. So it makes her look like that person. So, for example, if you're able to take the face of some some key character and you approach another person, they'll interact with you like you're that person. So I went into this one particular mission where I'm supposed to not kill one person and kill everyone else. But 
when I took the person's face and I wanted to talk to another key uh, character, she actually gave me like a mission to do as this person. Gave me like this key item that I not might not have gotten otherwise if I just killed her. I would not have had the context of what the item was if I wasn't wearing that person's face. I didn't know what would what I had to do with it. So I would have been completely blind even if I looted this item off her corpse. But because I had that semblance and I kind of decided to just go in there to see what, what might happen. I got all this extra context and all, all this extra information. It's something that I really enjoy. Things that you could miss, but you end up kind of running across. And then those kind of uh, content, I think, are fascinating to me. Um, very enjoyable. I think it delves into a lot of what the outsider is. Uh, like who he was and how he became the person that he is. And the way the way the game plays out, um, I'm not going to spoil anything, obviously. But if you're interested in who the outsider is and uh, how he became that way, then this is definitely the DLC to play. And it how, co- how long is it? I finished it uh, with about um, in about nine hours. So it's yeah, not pretty good. Yeah, it's not it's not the longest, but it's not short either. It's um, but but then again, I also took my time, like did every contract. Some of the contracts were actually very difficult, so it took me uh, it took me a fair few tries uh, uh, here and there. But uh, it's a nice nice size experience. But the thing about it is that because Emily and Billy Lurk plays very differently, and uh, the context of the missions that they do are also very very like it doesn't feel like the same game. It has the same uh, it has the same environment. It has the same kind of things that you can do. But the context in which why you're fighting and why you're trying to do the things that you do are very different. Um, so that in that way, I think it has a fresh uh, fresh take on the Dishonor formula, which I enjoyed. So yeah, very very much recommended. If I if you like Dishonor too, and if you want more of it, or if you like Dishonor too, but uh, wanted something slightly different with some you know, kind of like added context to some of your your favorite characters, then that might uh, definitely be worth playing. And uh, I played uh, I played a decent amount of Cuphead. I know you played that, Ken. Yes, I am working my way through that game for review. Yeah, so um, yeah, let's let's get into it. What do you feel about Cuphead, man? I love Cuphead. Yes. That uh, that game. Not only is it aesthetically just just jaw dropping. Like every level, I'm like, holy cow! I love the way this looks. I love the character design, um, the sound design. Uh, the the music, the original mm-hmm. music is superb, and that game just plays like a dream. Um, I'm not usually one of those people that really enjoys super difficult games, but Cuphead plays so well and makes you feel so accomplished when you do beat something that it you actually continue to keep trying even though you're dying every two seconds. It's just, man, I really like that game. <laughs> I think a mark of a good difficult uh, challenging game right is when you die you know it was your fault oh absolutely. you know that yeah you know that it wasn't because the controls were sloppy it's not because the camera is weird or you're getting attacked by something off screen or something like that you just didn't press the jump button fast enough you didn't dodge the right direction and because of that you make a mental note of that and you can get right back into it you know you press that retry button and you get right into that boss fight and I think the the boss fight that took me the longest so far, I think that took me like five or six tries. And uh, whenever I would lose, uh, I would lose with like the last life. 
But then I was thinking about like, okay, maybe I should use this weapon instead. You can also go to the shop if you can get all these like coins that are doing the side missions called run and gun missions. Mm-hmm. And there are coins hidden out through the, through the stage and you can grab them and you can trade them in for new weapons and new power ups. But my question to you is, do you ever not use the invincibility dash? Isn't that just like the best one? Would you ever use anything else other than that? I don't have that yet. Wait, you don't have the invincibility dash thing? Nope. I have the homing rockets. I have... Uh, I did the mausoleum, so I got my super move. The one where mm-hmm. you shoot the big laser out of your head. Um, right. I, forget, I have something in every slot, but I can't remember what the other ones were that I have. You might have the health. Do you have an extra yeah, health? Yeah, I have an extra health. I actually oh, extra so you use that instead of the dash, huh? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I would use the extra health if it wasn't for the fact that you do a slightly less damage. I don't think I don't like that fallback, so I decided not to use it. But one of the first items that you can get is the dash thing, where when you dash, instead of just kind of moving forward, you actually disappear for a split second and then reappear on the other side. And when you're disappeared, you're actually invulnerable to damage. So you can approach boss fights differently because you have that moment of invincibility for a time. So you can like go through boss hitboxes and things of that nature. Makes the game a little bit more technical, uh, high risk, high reward kind of business. But the, like we said, you don't have many hits. You know, you get hit that if you're playing standard. If you get hit three times, you lose. Yep. You don't get you don't get extra health drops during a boss fight. Just There's three no hits health around. anywhere in that game. There's no way to regenerate any health points in that game. Yeah, that was that was odd because I thought when you parried, you were supposed to get get a help, but you just get a a, a card for your yeah. Super you mate. get a card, which honestly, th- based on how difficult the parrying can be at times, it does not worth the risk because your health is so much more important than your super meter. So it's like, oh man, you don't want to take too many risks and get hit. Yeah, but if you don't parry, then when you're fighting a boss, you don't get the you don't get the high rank. But. What does the rank matter? It's not like they give you coins or anything. The rank matters uh, for uh, post stuff. There's post there's, stuff? A, there's a couple hidden things in that game. Uh, huh. There's a uh, was there I think there's like six or seven actual side scrolling levels, mm-hmm. and there is a there is an award for finishing every level without shooting. Wait, what? Yeah, I just said that. Every run-and-gun level, if you can finish it as a pacifist without shooting your gun, there's there's an award for finishing all six. Or I'm thinking about I'm thinking about mentally <laughs> picturing every run-and-gun level I've finished so far. There are ones that you can't you can't progress without shooting. There's like literal walls of cannons that you got to shoot before you can get through it. Oh, there's a but way there's a way around it because there's a there's a special reward for each one. Uh, the rank is called P, stands for pacifist. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that exists, but uh, uh, I'm going to concentrate on actually beating the game first. Yeah, I'm in, that's, the, I'm in the second world It's right just now. a challenge to get through the game, let alone trying to do the, the other stuff. But one of the things I do like is that, you know, the, it, you can definitely tell this used to be a boss rush game because the running gun yes, levels definitely. are very secondary to the boss fights. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can play, you know, if you really want to just get through the game, you can do that by playing on simple mode for the bosses, which makes them uh, lose, like, an extra phase and you do more damage, things like that. But it, the game specifically calls out, like, hey, if you don't beat them on normal, you don't get the soul contract. And Oh, and then you won't be able to get the good ending. Yeah, you night. won't be able to, fu- there's an extra uh, boss, I believe, if you get them all on normal. Okay. So... I- 
It never crossed my mind to ever play on simple, so that's not. A I I did it to because I was getting frustrated at being stuck, and I needed a ladder uh-huh. to open so I could move to the next area and kind of clear my head because I didn't have anything left to do in the area right, I was right. in. So I did that, and then it was like, well, yeah, if you do it this way, then you don't get the soul contract, and then you don't get the the good ending. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go back and do it, and I did. And certainly it was difficult, but it felt good. When which I uh, which one was it, by the, the way? The freaking flying thing. <laughs> Which one, the genie one or the airplane? Lady? The airplane one with uh, the final form is the moon. She turns into the moon. Oh, the the lady, yeah. yeah. That one actually took me like five, six tries. Yeah, so that I, I thing was, and it was it was always stupid stuff that would get me. Like at the beginning, I would be paying attention to the guy shooting me, and I would miss her saying ha, and I would mm-hmm. get hit by that. And then at the end, it was the freaking UFOs that seemed to time themselves when I would try to move, and I was like, ah. <laughs> yeah, um, I appreciate the fact that in this day and age of where people are always, you know, uh, too afraid to make these difficult games because they're afraid of alienating their uh, customer base. This one is a very uncompromising game in a lot of ways. I mean, I'm glad that simple simple mode exists, but to to actually enjoy the game as full as you should, definitely play on the regular for sure. Well, you see extra part, you see extra stages of the bosses that way too, which I thought was cool. Yeah, because the bosses are spectacles to enjoy, you know. Yeah, like, like the, the things that you do, they do the the way that they look. It's in, it's incredible. Yeah, the moon portion of that stage is what doesn't exist if you play simple. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, that would be a lot faster. Um, some of the weapons are actually pretty crazy too. I started using the weapon with that's like a boomerang. So if you want to take get the maximum distance of this weapon, you have to actually shoot behind you. So you shoot backwards and then it goes forward, uh, you know, to your back. All the way across, and it does a decent amount of damage. I started using that in a lot of the uh, the combat, uh, on a lot of, a lot of the bosses, and then started taking them down a lot faster, which I which I enjoyed. But overall, I'm very impressed with the game. I didn't know it was a, a boss rush, and I actually kind of prefer it this way because I feel like bosses in general are the highlights of these games, uh, these like platformers, right? Mm-hmm. And basically everything else in between is, is a lot of busy work sometimes. So. Yeah. For sure. Seeing these, seeing these big spectacular bosses, and seeing so many of them too, is it, always nice. I don't think the game will be too, too long to beat. I think I play about two hours into it, and I'm almost done with the second world. So I don't imagine the game to be too long. But um, well, for a savant, it's a, it's, for a savant like you, maybe not. Yeah, but yeah, t- yeah, two yeah. hours is what it took me to finish World One. Ah. So. Um, but either way. You can tell a game is good, but when you keep dying and then you just want to keep playing anyway. Oh, absolutely. It, on, a, on, a, on a game that is not as good, when you die for the first time. I remember when I have a low tolerance for a game and then I, get, I feel like I get bullshitted out in a game, I stop playing like instantaneously. But I never felt that way about this game. So I'm going to definitely continue playing it, play through all the way to the end. Uh, it's been a long and kind of a tumultuous road for this game with the development yeah. cycle that it was, but I think the end result was definitely worth it. I think uh, they justified uh, the amount of time that they took to make this game, so and, if you're kind of on the fence, if you want to hear from other people before buying it, um, the one recommendation for me. I, I mean, it's it's hard to even... It's $20. Yeah, It's not like cheap. it's a $60 game, and as good as it is in the, in the quality that's in it, it's, it's, every, it's worth every penny of $20. I, I agree 100%. It's also one of the best-looking games of the year. Oh, my God, it looks so good. <laughs> just like, when I look at this game, I'm just like, why didn't other games do something like this before, right? Well, it's probably because of 
the fact that it took him this long to get it out, you know that's the reason why it took so long. It's just because, True. can you imagine how much work goes into animating each one of those bosses? Yeah, the, the amount of sprite work uh, must be incredible because I know some sprite artists out there and they do, you know, they do some good work. But sprite work in general is always time consuming because you have to go frame by frame. And even though there's a lot of techniques to, you know, speed up that effect, if you want that, like, incredible detail that like cuphead has you need to go basically frame by frame make sure everything looks legit <laughs> and if you had to do that for all the things that they have in this game it would be <sighs> kind of insane some of the some of the throwaway enemies have better animation than like marvel capcom infinite <laughs> well you know that's not hard i know right? i know i know <laughs> i just it just it just makes me laugh like there's a there's a freaking bee in the treetop level that has like like the animation on that thing is stupid it's ridiculous yeah, love it's, that uh, game. It's, pr- it's pretty incredible, I gotta say. Cuphead, I, I thought this game could flop because, yeah, we all agree the game looks incredible, but I thought the gameplay is the department where it could kind of falter and kind of fall down because a lot of these games, uh, if you look at a lot of indie games, some of them look really good, but they play like shit. Yeah. In the end, kind of mixing, making them into not good games. I thought that might happen with Cuphead, but I'm glad to say that that is not the case, so... Definitely check it out. Um, I also played a, a lot of Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga and a lot of One Piece. I no longer wish to play any more One Piece. I will write the review today. Uh, that game sucks. I'm sorry. I know that it, maybe if you play a little bit of it, you're like, this game's okay, I guess. But if you play like eight hours of that game, that game sucks. <laughs> sorry, that game sucks. So I'm going to write the review for that. Uh, I want to finish Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. I put a lot of hours into it, but that game is long. That game it's is lot, very it's, long. Yeah, it's, it's very, very long. I thought I was near the end. It's like, oh, four more things I got to do just popped up. It's like, hmm, okay, I got more time to go. But, uh, I, you know, under embargo, so I can't say anything. But uh, I, will, I will play more. I will get that review out eventually. But uh, that's basically uh, my plans. And, uh, yeah, that's it for me. All right. So I'll move on to the one bit. I played Destiny. Sweet. <laughs> well, the and original re- Destiny? And wow. No, and really nothing else. Um, I uh, I really haven't had that much time to play this week. So, um, And then next week, I'm going to actually, I'll be in Vegas the next couple days. So I will not, uh, for work, not for fun. Oh. Uh, so I will not, um, I won't be able to play for um, for a couple days. Are you going to do the uh, raid with them? Uh, when is it? I, I have no idea. Uh, I've been counting on Drew to get everyone together, and I shouldn't have counted on Drew to get everyone together. <laughs> I won't be back home until Wednesday night. Uh, I don't know. At this point, I might just do it with some people that I know and like randos, and then just get it done so I can just kind of stop playing this game, because I've lost interest in just playing it normally. Outside of after weekly resets, I want to get my powerful engrams. But outside of that, like the upgrades that I can get in the game are so insignificant and so difficult to get. So it's it doesn't feel like it's worth my time, especially with all these other great games that I want to play. Yeah. So yeah. But um, how do you feeling? You after a week, a week more time, do you feel still pretty hot about that game, or do you feel? Yeah, I'm yeah? still uh, I'm still really into it. I'm uh uh. I'm at 261 mm-hmm. power level right now. Um, 
Oh, okay. getting close to that uh, 265 where you can turn in all those powerful engrams, huh? Getting getting close. Nice, um, nice. So the, um, but yeah, I uh, I'm really digging it, and I, I still have the drive to to get better and to play more. So I haven't quite hit a wall yet, That's which good. is good. Uh, but yeah, I'm uh, you know I'm, I I started the faction warfare stuff um, just to get that kicked off, but I haven't really done much yet. Which faction did you choose? Uh, the New Monarchy. Oh, nice. I chose uh, Dead Orbit and Future World because I have two characters. Yeah. Um, I like the weapon of the Future War War Cult, so that's why I chose them. And Dead, yeah. Dead Orbit just has cool shaders, so I figured I'll just get both. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I really, uh, unfortunately, haven't played much else. Hey, uh, you know, Destiny is a time vampire, right? It is. It, it yeah. really is. Vampire. Um, and then uh, I gotta, uh, you know, figure out what I'm gonna play next. My, you know, on my list, obviously this month is uh, Mario Odyssey is the the, the, the most important one, and mm-hmm. then uh, followed by uh, Wolfenstein. But um, until then, um, if I get tired of Destiny before then, I don't know what I'm gonna play. I might, uh, I might have something for you. Oh, might you? I might. Do you? Is it? I'm allowed. I'm allowed to talk about it. I just, I just found out the embargo drops at like three o'clock in the morning. What is it? The it's a little game coming out this week called Battle Chasers Night War. Oh, that game that you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I get to talk about that. I'm excited to talk about that game. Well, go ahead. I'm done. All right. Well, I can, I can go ahead and talk about that game. So, Battle Chasers Night War uh, is made by. Uh, Airship Syndicate. Now, you're probably like, what the hell is Battle Chasers Night War? Who the hell is Airship Syndicate? Airship Syndicate is made up of people who used to work at Vigil. The, the gentleman behind the Dark, the Darksiders games. And the artwork for Battle Chasers Night War is done by Joe Mad. Who, if you know, did the artwork for yep. the Darksiders. Uh, the game is based off of a comic book from the 90s called Battle Chasers. And it is a turn-based dungeon crawler JRPG. Um, is it a JRPG? Or are they a Japanese developer? No, no, no I'm sorry. Just I'll just call it. I I always say JRPG when it's turn-based. I don't know why. Uh huh. Gotcha. But it's fairly similar to that style. So you've got your characters. You know, you take your turns uh, as you level up. You get new abilities. Uh, you've got your different classes. Like you've got. It's kind of funny because your healer is this giant like robot mech thing. Which is kind of funny that he's the healer. Um, but the art style is just incredible. Like, if, if you've ever seen anything Joe Matt has done, he has a very distinct style. Like, when you look at it, you're like, that's his stuff. And Battle Chasers is very much that particular art style. What I like about this game is that everything is so intuitive and so, like, it just it just works. Like, everything is exactly where I want it to be. Everything feels good. The combat is fun. Uh, the abilities are interesting. There's a lot of strategy involved in the battles. Um, you know, there's a lot of different ways to, to play things out. There's a lot of stuff to explore, a lot of people to talk to. There's a crafting mechanic. There is... Um, is it random encounters battles? No, you can see them on the map. So the map kind of oh, reminds okay. me of something like, I, you know, the to kind of sell it short, is looks like the Super Mario Brothers 3 map where you can just see where you're supposed to go by these little dots. You can mm-hmm. see the enemies on the map. 
you can choose to take different paths to get to them, things like that. Um, that is one facet of the game. I consider that kind of the overworld portion of the map. Um, there are also areas you can go into that are called exploration areas, and you can walk around in these, and again, you can see the enemies walking around, but it's a little more detailed, it's kind of like an isometric view. Um, when you go into battle, you will be, uh, you know, left, right, sides, take your turns. Um, you also, early on in the game, you get a bestiary that'll start keeping track of the enemies that you're fighting. Now, what's cool about this is the more that you fight a particular enemy, you will start to gain experience of that enemy. So, um, eventually you'll learn how many hit points it has, so you'll start seeing that. Uh, then you'll start learning its weaknesses. And once you fight so many of them, you will get a perk that is active all the time, uh, that whenever you fight them, you'll get that perk. So, that's kind of another interesting little thing about it. Uh, there's also colored loot in the game. So each character has different loot that it can get, uh, four different pieces, usually a weapon, a chess piece, uh, a ring, and then like a, like a charm or something like that, uh, that you can pick up and equip to the characters. And every character has different abilities, like, uh, the knight can attack somebody and then they'll start bleeding, or, you know, the, your healer can also put up defense matrix and let, uh, like, heal over time. Uh, one of the wait, characters- Wait, 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 your healer is D.Va? Really? That's cool. Well, let's cross over. Yeah, no, no, but it is a big giant mech robot, which is kind oh, of. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, hey, man, it, a big <laughs> giant mech that has defense matrix. I think they got their inspiration somewhere, right? Yeah. Um, but no, I just, I, I really like the the characters in the game. I love the art style. I love the way it plays. Um, the music, I'm in love with. I think it's fantastic. Uh, just everything about this game just makes me want to keep playing it. So to, to kind of put it in perspective, I got this game the same night I got Forza 7 and Cuphead. So I started playing, you know, each one of these games just to kind of see how I felt about them. When I started Battle Chasers, I completely forgot about everything else and played it for three hours straight. Forza 7 is probably just a really terrible game, so that's, that's probably why you felt that way. No, yeah. I'll talk about it's probably for- just like the worst game ever made. I'll talk so about Forza 7 in a minute, but a 2017 need to stop with these games that are good. Cause Can't stop, won't stop. I don't have this kind of fucking time, okay? I don't have the time for all these games. But if you have any interest in, you know, Joe Mad's artwork or, you know, you were a fan of, of Vigil's kind of... One of the things I've always noticed about Vigil is they're very good about um, just making everything apparent in their games. Like it's it's really like front facing. It's really easy to understand and and figure out. And, and that's how I feel about this game. And it's coming out of nowhere. This game is thirty dollars. It's a turn based RPG and it's really fun. And I'm having a ball with it. And I just feel like it's coming out at such a bad time. Right in October, where no other games are coming out. So that's at least it's at the beginning of October, where there truly yeah. is, you know, the one week where there's not a ton of stuff coming out. But if you have any love for that genre, I really recommend looking at this game. It's thirty dollars, and I've absolutely adored it. I'm about uh, what, six what hours. Platforms? So on PS4, Switch, Windows, and Xbox One. Might might be a Switch purchase. Yeah, I'm I'm hearing the Switch version. Is it is it ten dollars more expensive on Switch? Yes, it is. Fuck it, I'm not buying it. <laughs> I refuse to pay the Switch tax, sir. Yeah, Switch tax sucks. But no, I'm I'm really 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 liking that game like a lot. So okay, that's uh I when you told me the I gotta say the title of that game was the thing that really I don't like Battle Chasers. Just, 
Well, it's based off the comic, so it's, yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know it was even based off anything. I didn't either until somebody told me that there's a comic. Because somebody was like, is it based on the comic from the 90s? I'm like, I'll have to check. And sure enough, it is. Funny. Mm. Uh, Yeah, that's another game on my radar now that you've spoke so highly of it. And uh, the video that I watched, um, man, that art style, the animation... Fucking two D, two D animation, just kicking out. Is this three D or three D with cell shading, or is it two D? I'm not sure. It's definitely three D. Um, uh-huh. The battles are two D. Uh, walking around the world is entirely in three D. Yeah, just a go- another another gorgeous game to add to the list of glowing. Uh, is every game looks makes Marvel's Capcom Infinite look so bad? In I know, I know, sad. but I still had fun playing Marvel Capcom. Me too. I mean, I I gave it a 7 after all the shit talk that I did. Because the gameplay is what's most important when it comes to fighting game. And uh, the game shines in that department, so... Uh, I don't know. It makes me sad that that game wasn't better. Yeah. You know, it was made on the budget. What can we say? Uh, But, no, that's not the only game I played. As I said, we played Cuphead. Um, I like that game a lot. Uh, I've played quite a bit of Forza 7. Um... I, I don't need to go into the ins and outs of Forza 7 because it's exactly what you think it is. It's a simulation racer. Um, but to speak about my impression of that game, I expected going into it to have the reaction of, yes, this is a good game. Yes, this is a very pretty game. Yes, this is a simulation game that is not normally my cup of tea. When I started playing that game, I had a hard time stopping playing that game because it excels at every one of those points that make it a Forza game. Visually, I am blown the fuck away. And I really, really cannot wait to see this running in 4K, because running at 1080p 60, it is jaw-dropping. Like, visually, that game is insane. Is this the first Forza game uh, for this uh, Xbox One generation, or is it like... No, it's a third. It's not. (laughs) So what do you... What what makes this game look so much better than like Horizon and the other Forza game that came out? I don't know. I, I don't know what they do to these engines every year, but every well, Forza you have game... an HDR TV now, so maybe that's it. Yeah, but I played Forza Horizon three in HDR. Okay, and, and it just looks, looks better than this the looks other better. games. Which I, you know, Forza seven is a is a straight track, whereas Forza mm-hmm. Horizon is an open world. Uh, so right. that's a possibility, but. The, the guys at Turn 10 and Playground do somehow somehow make those games look better every year. And this year's Forza looks just incredible. Like, visually, it's just... And it's, it's little things. Like, um, this year they kind of added an effect for, like, when you're driving over dirt, that, like, it, it, um, it kind of, like, puts a, a mist over the track... Uh, and if you're driving in the early morning, you'll see the fog over the track. Um, they've brought back 3D puddles, which everybody makes fun of me every time I talk about 3D puddles. But 3D puddles are like a game changer for a racing game. So say you're racing on a track and it starts... Ken, game changer? It is. Come on, man. I'm Come not, on, I'm man. Not, I, no, you... You don't play enough racing games to understand. I, I don't, but game changer for yep. puddles. Yes. So in normal racing games, when the when the track is wet, your car will lose traction. That's a normal thing. But if you're racing on a track and it starts raining and your traction is lost too, and throw in the fact that when you hit these puddles, so what these puddles are is that they have depth to them. 
So if you take a certain tire over that spot on the track, it's it's just like if you're driving in real life and you hit a really deep puddle of water. Like, you can feel the resistance on your car. And in a race, that's a huge thing. Like, unless you play a lot of racing games, you don't really understand that particular thing. But if you had, and then you played this, you would normally take that at, like, full speed. But in Forza 7, with the puddles being actual, like, 3D and actually having depth to them, you completely change your strategy the way you drive. And I think that is super cool. Mm. It's a, I guess for a simulation, like little things like that really matter a lot. It's a dumb thing to say out loud, but when you play it, it's super interesting. Okay. So, sure. but it, this isn't the first time they did that. They did that in six. So, but I st- I still just think this game looks great. Um, I'm not a fan of the loot box stuff that's in it because they're mm-hmm. they're super expensive and you don't loot boxes cost more than cars in this game. So. Uh, it, what what is inside said loot boxes? Uh, it can be anything from mods that you add to your race. So, for example, mods might give you more credits or um, more experience when you do a race. Uh, there's also suits for your driver, which again you only see pre-race. You obviously can't see them during the race. Um, and sometimes there are cars in loot boxes, but cars are not that expensive, at least so far in the game. Every Every event that I'm required to buy a car, it's not been nearly the amount of credits that I've already have. I've got plenty of credits for cars, but loot boxes are super expensive, and it feels it feels kind of gross and tailored towards wanting you to pay for the loot boxes, which I will not do. Mm-hmm. So I have not gotten any loot boxes. I w- I won't buy them just because I don't I don't need to. I don't feel like I need what's in them. Basically. Another case of a perfectly good game kind of made slimy by all this addition of loot boxes and nonsense that doesn't yeah, need to be there. I don't, I don't like it. I get it now. I understand why they put that stuff in, but I, I don't need it. It's not necessary to progress to that game, so I'm never going to use it. But no, uh, Forza 7 is, is really, really, really good. So I'm enjoying that. Uh, I thought there was something. Oh, I played this game called Ruiner, which I think, did we talk about that game last week? No, not not last week. Uh, we were talking about it in the email. I, I got was curious you. about it. Um, I love the way it looks. I love the aesthetic of that game. Um, I love the idea of it being a twin stick shooter with a little bit of Blade Runner slash open world kind of stuff in it. Um, what I don't like is the controls. I understand the way why they did them the way that they did them, but I I just don't think it feels fluid the way to play, like. When you're moving, that's not the way you're aiming. So, like, if you push up, you can't just shoot up. You have to push both sticks up in order to shoot up. Um, And I get they do that so that you can move and shoot at the same time in different directions. I get it. I understand why they did it. But it just just doesn't sit well with me. Uh, The game is also extremely punishing. And... They tell you at the beginning, hard is the way you're supposed to play this game. Don't play this game on hard unless you don't want to stop playing it. Because it's super fucking hard on hard. Uh, and they should not make a comment at the beginning of the game that says this is the way you should play it. Because normal should be the difficulty you set if you want to make it the way you should play it. So, mm. um, 
But I love the slow-mo stuff. I love the skill tree. It's got a cool skill tree with a bunch of stuff you can upgrade. Um, I like everything about that game except for playing it, and I like playing it. I just don't <laughs> like it as much as I think I should. Do you think if you spend a couple more hours, you get more used to the controls, and then you would have a better time playing it? Or are you just kind of on a wall where you don't think you'll ever get used to this? I don't know yet. I, I mean, I still need to go through a few more levels, because I'm, I'm doing the review for it, so I still want to play it some more. But, you know, like, my first impression was incredible. I love the way it looked, and it's a tutorial level, so it's obviously not that hard. And then you get into the first level, and then, like, They've got these guys running at you that are suicide bombers, and they'll just, like, explode like crazy, and then, like, you'll get hit by one that's off-screen that you didn't see, and you just, like, Ugh. and then you got to start again, and you start again, and, start, and eventually you're just, like, if I could just, if I had a little more control over my character, I feel like I would enjoy this a lot more. Mm. I don't know. I like, like I said, I like everything about that game except playing it, and I do like playing it, just not as much as I like everything else about that game. Is it possible for you to maybe do some kind of a button configuration to change things more to your style? I, from what I checked, I don't think there is because okay. there's melee in the game. So that's another thing that makes it a little hard to switch the controls. Mm. So. Yeah, I'm interested in checking it out, but uh, I'm a little bit more cautious after what you told me. I like the game. I do. I just wish I liked it more, I think, is the long and the short of it. Okay. And the last thing I played Well it's not the last thing I played It's just the last thing I can talk about I played Super Mario Odyssey So you were telling me earlier About uh, how the game actually plays like crap It's overrated You think that the game's going to flop So uh, tell me more Yeah so this is going to doom the Switch Yeah yeah. This is the end of the Switch As soon as this game comes Mm -hmm. out Everybody's going to be like Nintendo's stupid They don't know I'm just kidding This game's fucking amazing (laughs) <laughs> Shocker, isn't it? Oh yeah. So, I, first off, I couldn't get over good get over how good it looks. Um, it I got to play a little demo of it. I'm assuming it's probably about ten minutes. Did you play in the handheld mode or on the TV? On the TV. Okay. So uh, I was playing at a demo kiosk that was set up in a GameStop, and the demo is very. It's something that everybody's seen. It's the world where. Um, I'm trying to think of what it's called, but it's got like the um, the sand at the beginning, and there's a big tower in the background, um, like the oh, what do they call them? The the dudes in the ponchos and the hats are in the city at the beginning. Trust me, you've seen this area; it's been shown like a thousand times. Um, but what I think is really cool is Cappy is super cool, man. Yeah, like, that hat can like can like possess anything. Like, you just throw it at a bullet bill, and then you become a bullet bill, and it's kind of fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, it plays a lot like Super Mario 64. It's got the same moves. You can do the the spring jump. You can do the backflip jump. You can do the side jump. You can do the triple jump. Like, all of that stuff is in there. Um, I got to play some of the 2D stuff, which is super cool. But can crisscross make you jump, jump? I missed the bus, and that's something <laughs> I will never, ever, ever do again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, isn't one of those guys dead? I don't know. Maybe I thought one of them. Died. It's cer- let me put it this way: it certainly seems likely. <laughs> <laughs> I figured one of them would have resurfaced now as like a hardcore rapper or something. 
You would think. It's kind of hard to get past your image as Criss Cross. Yeah, well, if he's got his Yankees jersey on backwards, it would be all right. Wait, wait. Criss Cross was some kind of a band name or something? Oh, my really? gosh. Really? You don't remember Jump? <laughs> Dude, I don't remember things. Uh, they were two young teenagers that okay. uh, were like a hip-hop slash rap group in the early 90s. Mm. Had a song called Jump. They wore their clothes backwards. Yep. I probably, I w- if I heard the song, I would recognize it, but I don't I don't remember those guys at all. Maybe I think that? I've told the story on here before, the year that that video came out, and it was so popular. We had these these people that were friends of our family, um, and not 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 uh, ragging against this, but I, I, it's it's important to the story. They were both homeschooled and really, really sheltered. Mm-hmm. And we were all at uh, another family friend's house at New Year's Eve watching the MTV countdown where they always used to do the top 100 videos of the year or whatever. And uh, Ozzy Osbourne, Mama, I'm Coming Home, uh, was one of the videos that was on. And one of those kids walked in the room and said, is this Criss Cross? <laughs> and, <laughs> and I said, that's probably the first and only time that Ozzy Osbourne has been mistaken for Criss Cross. Probably. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway. I, I, Criss Cross was like a friggin' like a phenomenon. When Just I was look a up kid. Jump. Yeah. Look up Jump at some point on YouTube. Whenever I hear the word Cross in the '90s, sense the only thing is like Crossfire, that fucking commercial oh, that yeah. I saw like a billion times. <laughs> crossfire, that jingle. Yeah, you're you're thing. caught up in the Crossfire. That song is still stuck in my head. Like 20 years after I first saw it, it's insane. I don't even know why. Man, they made yeah. a Sega CD game about crisscross. They did. You're right. Make, Make my the video. Band. Make my video. Really? Yeah. Oh man. And that's why the Sega Saturn failed. To be to be fair, they had a Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch one too. They did, and um, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg is now like a global movie star. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure if he deserves to be, but he sure is. I think he's. I like most of the movies he's in. <laughs> No, I don't. I don't hate him or anything like that. But he, I, I find him kind of hard to take seriously because he's got such a goofy like accent about him. <laughs> he he always looks annoyed and confused. Like, what? What's yeah. going on? What? Hey, hey guys, take an interest in science, okay? Come on, guys, come on. It's a... <laughs> I just watched I the. I just be. watched the most recent Transformers movie, which I didn't realize was the fifth one. Holy shit! They made five of those things. They, they made too many of those. Yes. I like all of those movies, and I watched the new one. I'm in sure four, you do. In 4K. Holy shit. Hey, yeah, I mean they they look pretty cool. So well, there's a lot of there's a lot of nerdy references in that new movie that that, that get me going. You know, Unicron. They kind of reference the Quintessons. It's kind of cool. This this story is so stupid. It's a, it's a TV show about toys, Jay. Fuck off. <laughs> hey, man, you can make a good story out of basically anything. I'm like okay. one of the only '80s kids that was never really into Transformers. Uh, neither was I. At least not the sh- at least not the show. Oh. Um, I liked some of the toys, but I was never really. I was always much, much, much more into GI Joe than Transformers. So, well, those movies turned out well, didn't they? Oh yeah, uh, great. Joe. I actually I prefer did. the GI Joe movies. I actually did. Transformers. I, did. I didn't hate those movies. Sorry. The the second one was uh, was okay. I didn't I see the second one. I only saw the first one. I mean, Ray I think, Park is, sn- is Snake Eyes. I mean, come on. Yeah. yeah. Ray Park's pretty cool. Yeah. He, he knows how to do his stunts, man. Damn. That, that man knows how to do stunts. Um, 
But yeah, I, it's it's fine. This is whatever. It's fucking Michael Bay makes money. They're gonna keep making it. I've I've gotten over it. Mario Odyssey. That's what we were talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. we were talking about Mario Odyssey until oh. I distracted us with crisscross. Jump, jump. No, it's um. The Mac Dad will make you. The Mac, the Daddy Mac no. will make you. Yeah. No. Um, no. Mario Odyssey is incredible. Uh, I played that demo till the machine told me I couldn't play that demo anymore. And then what you did was you took out a gun, you robbed the GameStop, you took the kiosk home with you, and you're playing it right now. So it's, it's, yeah, a good, pl- it's a good win. I'm playing that same 10-minute loop over and over again because that, that was it's worth, worth it. It was worth, worth it. going to jail over a 10-minute loop. You're not in much. jail yet, so you know you don't know what I think I hear sirens. Right? There's somebody beating on my door. I think I have to go. It's probably the milkman. It's fine. I th- they don't have milkmen. You don't know who Jump is, but you think they still have Milkman? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. I know there is still a Milkman in some parts of the country. I, I think those parts of the country also don't have indoor plumbing, but, you know, that's fine. Yes. It, indoor plumbing is pretty Super overrated. Mario Odyssey is amazing, and it will be another hard year to pick Game of the Year. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, it's going to be the first 3D Mario game I've played in a long time, so... We got a new Zelda and a new Mario in 2017. And a new new Metroid as well, don't forget. Yeah, well, we got a remake of a Metroid. It's still new. <laughs> it was still a remake. I mean, come on. It's still new, man. It's a very, very different from the original game in a lot of ways. What's it, what's it a remake of? I don't even know what it's a remake of. Metroid 2. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like Game Boy Metroid 2? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. And that game was hard as balls. Yeah, they made it super easy. Um, Until but, you get to the last few bosses, and then you'll eat your words. It was. <laughs> it was kind of funny. I was talking to uh, to Killer Wolverine, and uh, he got a Super Nintendo Classic, and he's like, "Man, I'm playing Super Metro. This is so hard." In the one on the 3DS, they let you stop and shoot. I'm like, "You're comparing a game that was made in like 1993 to a game that's made in 2017." All right. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's easy. By comparison. But no, I, I really hate that now I have to wait 26 days to play Super Mario Odyssey. Do you, Dill? I do. Do you, Dill? I, I do. I wait, wanna, who's I, reviewing it then? It's fucking me. Fuck all you. It's me. That's what I mean. <laughs> so you're not going to be waiting 26 days. I, I got to wait more than today, and that's too that's long. True. That's well, hopefully, hopefully it'll get delayed, and then I can laugh at you all. But uh, let's see. Yeah, laugh at me because I will only have... Evil Within, or Assassin's <laughs> Creed, or South Park, or Wolfenstein. There's definitely nothing else coming out in October, especially on the date that Mario Odyssey comes out, so, you know, you're good, man. Yeah, no, I don't know what I'm gonna do. No, this is, we're just gonna fiddle our thumbs together and just, just sit there doing nothing. I need some new games. I don't have any games to play right now. Speaking of games, what's coming out this week? And as I said, this is the one week, I think, that um, It's been one week. Oh, God, please don't. <laughs> Coming out this week is The Hunter, Call of the Wild. You know the only reason I know what that game is is because it's made by the Just Cause people. Oh, is it any good? I have no idea. Okay. So, uh, Batman, The Enemy Within, the retail version of that comes out this week. Uh, Does that mean that's every... Well, they it... finished the season already? No, no. They and always, why is the retail version? They now? always put out the retail version two episodes in. They always do that. That's stupid. Yeah, because it's not really a disc. Well, it is a disc, but it's still got a download. 
the rest of the When game. they did Wolf Among Us, they, it was a full season. Well, it's because it was after it was done. Yeah. They'll probably do that again this time. I don't, I, I, I don't know, okay? It's Telltale. Telltale's dumb. Moving on. Battle Chasers Night War is out this week. I I think I th- I think I remember someone saying that game is bad and you shouldn't you shouldn't play it. So don't ever say that. It's thirty dollars. It's the best release coming out this week, uh, except for maybe this game, which we have, but I know we can't talk about. Dragon's Dogma: Dark Arisen is hitting PS4 and Xbox One this week. I haven't even booted it up yet. Oh, there you go. Uh, ju- judge. It's called Judge, but it's spelled Jige. What? It's J Y D G E. Is this still pronounced Judge? Then? Yeah, it's pronounced Judge. 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 It's a basically. You remember Neon Chrome, the top-down shooter from Ten Tons? This is like a mod of that, uh, made by Ten Tons, and he definitely has a lot of uh, Sylvester Stallone influences going on. Okay. He, I am the law. <laughs> I am the law. <laughs> <I'm wrong. laughs> <laughs> I am the law. The law is me. He's the judge. I heard they're making a TV show based on Judge Dredd. Are they really? Yeah. Be interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm enjoyed. Um, that that movie that came out in, like, what, 2014 was really good? With so. Kyle... What's his name? Kyle... I don't remember his name. He was in and Doom? Cer- and Cersei Lannister as the antagonist, yeah. yeah he was in Doom, too. Not Doom 2, Yeah, Doom as well. No, but Doom as well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can't remember his name. Kyle Urban. Carl Urban. Carl Urban. Yeah. 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 It was very good. I like him, although I can never remember his name. Also out this week, Forza Motorsport 7 for all the plebs. If you bought the big version, you got it last week. This week's for everybody else. Uh, Let Them Come. That's out this week. Uh, okay. Sounds like a... Uh, let's leave it there. Marble Void. Marble void. It's void of marbles. I don't know. Oh, is it? Is it the antithesis of Marvel Infinite? You don't know. You'll never okay. know. The Minecraft Xbox One Edition, Limited Edition Xbox One, one terabyte console. What? Say that. Can you say? Times. Can you say that again? A few nope. times. I, I couldn't uh, hear you. Also out this week, WRC Seven. That's World Rally Championship. I believe uh, is what that stands for. Yeah. They make like one of those every year, and nobody buys it. I don't know how they keep making them. Uh, N plus plus is finally making its way to Xbox One this week. Bulb boy, what? Bulb what? boy, bulb boy, bulb boy, water boy, bulb boy. H two O is better, bulb boy. <laughs> uh, zombie party. <laughs> Y'all go to the zombie party. And if you're gonna if you're gonna release a game named Zombie Party, you do it in October. I can respect it. It's it's getting dead in here. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time is coming to the Switch. That game is actually pretty good. It's a it was a PS Plus game, so we did some co-op, uh, you know, couch co-op, and that was actually a lot of fun for like three players. Uh, Super Beat Sonic is finally coming to the Switch. There's a Super, lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff. Zonic? Is that that one, the X? It's X. Okay, yeah, that's the uh, the rhythm game that I play. Yeah, that game's pretty cool. Uh, there's a lot of games coming to Switch this week that have been out for a while, but uh, they're hitting this week. Uh, Axiom Verge on Switch this week. Ninja Showdown, because, yeah. If you like playing them on the other platforms, 
and would like to pay $10 more than what you paid previously, <laughs> play them on Switch, folks. There you go. Enjoy. Tumblestone. I tumble for you. Volgar the Viking. Uh, Oxenfree. All those That's are out this game. week on the Switch. Yeah. It's indie week on the Switch. Uh, isn't isn't Laden Mystery Journey also coming out for 3DS this week? I am getting there, Jay. Okay. I'm I, thought, going I thought you're done with the Nintendo stuff, man. No, Come on, I go move system it on. by move it on. system. Move it on. By Come system on. on the 3DS this week. We have Concept Revolt. I'm actually kind of interested. I'm gonna I'm gonna rent that game. Symphony of Eternity. Yeah. 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 Megadeth song. I th- I thought it was too. <laughs> <laughs> Take a mortal man. <laughs> Train of consequences. <laughs> uh, Layton's Mystery Journey, Catriel and the Millionaire. I, I have played every single Layton game up to this point, so I'm invested. I'm, I'm in there. Uh, Mario and Luigi, Superstar Saga, plus Bowser's Minions. When's, that, when's the date of that? Is that all till 6th? 6th. Well? So okay. Friday? Is that Friday? Or is it... I, I think so. Yep, Friday. Yeah, that's Friday. It's Friday. Uh, <laughs> uh, PC games. What do we got this week? There's a game called Basement. It's all capital letters with spaces in between each letter. That's why it's great. Base. B-A-S-E. <laughs> Drop the base. Uh, Crazy Toad. That's a game. That's a game. Uh, huge Bang Bang. <laughs> wow. Mm. Provocative. <laughs> Although this one's provocative right here. I'm going to read it in a good voice. <clears throat> Saku, Saku, love blooms with the cherry blossoms. Wow. I got, I'm not sure about you, Ryan, but I got like chills in the back of my neck there for a second. I think I'm just I, a little grossed out. I, I felt like that probably wasn't the first and only time you've ever said that. <laughs> that's fair. That's it's fair. it's Ken's it's Ken's trademark pickup line to any ladies. <laughs> also, the game that should be made by <clears throat> Mountain Dew and Doritos. Extreme Real Reality HD Remix. Nice. I don't even all know. those words should not exist in the same sentence. Well, they all exist in the same game name. I know. Alright, I'm gonna do some emails, some some email oh wait, no, I gotta do news first, don't I? I gotta do news first, sorry. Sorry. I gotta yeah, look it's, fir- it's your it's your first time, man. It's, it's my fun. first time. I haven't done yeah, this it's, before. It's this first day, folks. Just give me some break. Uh the Wii Shop channel is closing in twenty nineteen. Okay. Alright, cool. Uh Games with Gold this month. Um Gone Home, console edition. Uh, the Touring Test. Those are the two Xbox One games. And for Xbox 360, you get Rayman 3 HD and Medal of Honor Airborne. Are you, are you excited? Could not be more excited. I, yeah. Yeah. Can you, uh, can you make the sound of a tumbleweed? Is it like a sound effects that we can do? That sounds more like a teapot. That's... It's not bad. I'm getting I'm getting the imagery in my head. You know, it's got that you know very very lone. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> I feel like I needed to report on the weather from wherever I was from. Uh, PlayStation Plus games for the month of uh, October kind of um, kind of ate Microsoft's lunch after Microsoft announced theirs. Uh, PS4, you get the Amnesia Collection, Hue, Metal Gear Solid V, The Phantom Pain, and Sky Force Anniversary. On the PS3, you get Hustle Kings, Monster Jam Battlegrounds, and Sky Force Anniversary. And on the Vita, you get Hue, and guess what? Sky Force Anniversary. <laughs> Just the Amnesia Collection and Metal Gear Solid V alone is like enough. Dude, Sky, that's, Force, that's, that's Sky Force Anniversary is pretty great. I don't even know what that is. It's a shmup. Ah, uh, okay, really pretty cool. Good. Uh, I actually don't own Metal Gear Solid V anymore after I rented it and took it out of my PS4 forever. <clears throat> so maybe one day I'll, I'll revisit that game. But um, kind of interested in maybe playing Amnesia again for October. So, yeah, good to have it. I, yeah, there's nothing else to play in October, so let's play that. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's no uh, horror game like... Um, like Shinji Mikami is not doing anything. It's just uh, actually he's not because that's not yeah. his game. Exactly. <laughs> See, that's uh, what you think. That's what you think. So those hamster games of the Nintendo Classic Arcades. The first one dropped. It's Mario Brothers. You know how much that thing costs? How much? Eight dollars. All right. You know how much I'm going to spend on that? Eighty dollars. Zero. Dollars. You know, after I bought my Switch, I was thinking about all the things that I want to buy with it, and then I was like, I should buy the Pro Controller. And the cheapest one I could find was like $72. Yeah, that's how much it costs. That's stupid. It's an expensive controller. Why does it cost so much? Because it's got the... It's Nintendo. That's, a, that's, not how much, that's not how much I paid for mine. I paid um, $59.99, I think, for mine. Really? I thought it was 69 so. Uh, it is 69 know, standard. It it's MSRP 69. Maybe uh, it was. I thought yeah. it was 59, but maybe it was 69. I can't say anything because I've become obsessed with collecting Xbox controllers now. I buy a lot of those. I have five at this point. I just bought one this weekend. Do you, do you have five friends that come over and play games? No, again? Jay. I don't have any friends <laughs> that come over. But I like, That's a lot of controllers. I like controllers. I have a red one. I have uh, a, a, a what's it the Pro Carbon Tech one. I have a white one. I have an Elite. I have a gray one with green thumbsticks. I like controllers, especially the Xbox One controller. Yeah, Do because they're different them? color, and I use that controller all the time, so I like having options. Well, I mean, you want to have a different controller for every day of the week. Or I'm working on it. Why, why are you even really playing a video game in the first place? I'm right? working on it. I'm almost there. I need two more. And then I'll have one for every day of the week. And then I thought about pre-ordering the uh, the Xenoblade Chronicles 2 Switch Pro controller coming out in December, and that's even more expensive. I'm like, but it's the same controller with some decal on it. See, exactly. So you can't say shit. What do you mean I can't say shit? It's Nintendo overcharging for their dumb controllers. But you thought about buying it. Was my point. Yeah, I thought I think about a lot of things, Ken, but I don't do most of them. Yeah, well, you still you still thought about it, so it's in your brain. Uh, it's but yeah, I'm looking as... at Amazon right now. The price for the Nintendo Switch controllers at about sixty seven ninety five is the cheapest one I can find. Um, so with tax, it comes out to be like seventy four. It's like yeah, I don't I don't want to pay for that. So I'm starting to trying to get used to the controller that comes with the Switch. I got used to it, like I kind of got used to the Vita controller because um, how the the Vita 
buttons are very small. It took me some time to adjust to that. But once I got used to it, it's not as bad as I thought. But, I'll, tell, uh, I'll tell you what, after playing with the, the Switch Pro controller, I can't go back to the abortion that is that Joy-Con setup. Yeah, that's probably how it's going to feel. I also looked into some alternative, like the horror Nintendo Switch pad, and it seems like a really bad imitation. Not, not only that, but the, the, the Switch Pro controller, the battery lasts like 600 years. It's pretty great. Contrary to the Switch, which only lasts like four hours from when I was testing it. Yeah, but you, if you plug it in and you put it on the dock, then you just play with the Pro Controller forever. I actually have not used the dock at all yet. I've been using it entirely as a portable device. Because I'm waiting for a HDMI switched, um, sw- uh, uh, splitters Switch to come by. You're waiting uh, for a my, Switch for my, your Switch? Exactly. It's, uh, it's all Inception, Ken. Why the hell do TVs nowadays, and this is a rant, why the hell do new TVs that you buy, these big 4K sets, come with only three or four HDMI inputs? What the fuck is wrong with these people? That is a great mystery, for sure. I feel like every TV ought to come with an internal Switch device, you know? It should have Just... at least five HDMI ports on it, standard. Mine has four, and one of them broke. Like two, a month ago. My my two 55-inch 4K TVs both have three apiece. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, you have a Switch for those, right? Yeah, I've got a little Switch that's underneath that my Nintendo Switch is hooked up to, uh, which is also labeled in my TV as Switch, which I think is funny. Uh, and it's also got my Super Nintendo. Uh, the uh, the Switch that I purchased is supposed to be like a, one of those intelligent ones where if the device that's connected is on, it'll automatically switch over to that device. That's every so, that's every Switch. No, I was looking at some of the some of the cheaper ones and they don't have that feature for everything. The the Nintendo Switch doesn't have a cheaper version. What do you No, we're, are we having a uh, are we having like a confusion with the word word Switch yeah. here for a sec? Yeah, we okay. are. All right. Don't worry about it. I just keep going. Don't don't even worry about it. I don't I don't care who's on first. Okay. The man that's the man's that. that's the man's name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, a lot uh, of stuff to buy with Switch. I I, I have a 32 gigabyte um, micro SD which I'm using temporarily. I'll probably purchase. Uh, what what do you have, Ken? I have 128. 128. That seems to be the standard. 256. The jump in price is too much. Yeah, 256. The jump in price is too much, and I and there's literally not a game that I've seen so far that's bigger than like six or seven gigs. So Zelda, I hear it is 15. Gigs. Zelda's 15, but I have that on a cartridge, so I don't right. that one. I don't have to worry about. The biggest game that I installed was Mario Kart. I think it's six and a half gigs. I bet Xenoblade Chronicles 2 will be bigger than 15 gigs. Probably, but, but we'll see. Uh, Saints Row developer Volition was hit with layoffs this week after the not surprising um, kind of abysmal launch of Agents of Mayhem. How did that game do as far as sales go? Bad. Yeah? Uh, I even saw, I know a couple of people that work in their PR department and I saw one of them was laid off yesterday, but 30 people at Volition was also let go. So That's a bummer. Yeah, that game did not that game did not do well for them. For anybody. I know I know you like the game. I do not like the game in the slightest. But at the same time, I respect Volition as a developer. I, they've done a lot of games I've quite enjoyed in the past. So when a talented developer always, you know, gets layoffs, I always feel bad. But generally speaking, I think our industry knows talent. So when people get laid off from other development teams, like they know when to pick people up and then add them to their own, you know, like roster of people. So hopefully they'll get picked up by someone uh, that will value their talent even more, and they'll continue on to make better games 
Uh, the Atari box gets a release window and a price range. Are you, are you excited? Nope. It's going to be 250 to $300 and ship in late spring 2018. Holy shit, that's expensive. It's also going to have actual... It's also going to be made of actual wood. Okay. So it's got the touch. Um, so so Atari my is understanding a, is that it's it's like a Nintendo Classic, but it's an Atari Classic, right? No, it's like an Android console. It's gonna have okay. new. It's gonna have new games on it. Um, Atari is looking to give you wood. Yeah, let me make my joke. Uh-huh. Let me make my joke. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's an honest laugh from me. Shh. Shut Everybody. up! Shut up! Uh, Injustice Two put out a patch this week that included Raiden because he's launching, I think, either tomorrow or next week. Uh, but apparently on PS4 it was deleting your gear and shaders. <laughs> <laughs> buy them again, folks. Oh. Get them loot boxes. Oh no, you can't buy uh, those. You can't buy loot boxes either. By the way. Wait, you can't buy those. No, there's microtransactions. You can buy source crystals to upgrade characters and to buy cosmetic items, but you cannot buy loot boxes. I thought cosmetic items were inside loot boxes. They are, but you can't buy... I'm talking... So the shaders you can buy with source crystals, but you cannot buy gear or loot boxes with source crystals. And a clusterfuck. But you can buy (laughs) these things that also have cosmetics in them, right? No. You can buy shaders. That's it. They're just colors for the characters. Uh, but all of okay. those are in loot boxes, but you cannot buy loot boxes. Okay, sure. Halo 3 is 10 years old. Okay, there you go. How about that? Neat. Uh, the video game voice actor strike is ending. Uh, they've reached a tentative deal with SAG-AFTRA. Man, I can't say that word. That word is weird. I know what it that's, is, but I'm just saying. That's good to hear. I know a lot of uh, original voices couldn't be used in certain games. Life is Strange was one of them, right? I think so. They got a new voice for the main character in this uh, yeah. prequel. Uh, I don't think I have anything else. It's a slow time for news because there's just fucking games coming out. So let's do some emails. Are you sure you don't want to do some more Destiny 2 news, man? No, I don't. There's a, there's a lot still on the front Literally page. Literally you know? don't need to talk anymore about that game. Just saying. <laughs> oh, I played Overwatch, by the way. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> you know what's just a funny anecdote about that game? We always play quick play. Right. I have now played two days, both of those days at least three hours each. I have still not seen the Junkertown map. Played the arc- Wait, I'm not even sure if it's on the arcade. Uh, it's not. I checked not it last okay. night just to get in and see the map, but... During quick play, I have yet to see that map. No, there's a there's a fair few maps at this point, so that's your wrong dice. I have not played Overwatch since around the time Destiny Two came out. I will not play Overwatch until the Halloween event comes on. So yeah, I'd expect that in the next week or two. Yeah, me too. Uh, email from Eorkara. Hey yo, it's Eorkara. Imagine the look <laughs> on Jay and Drew's face. When the Red Dead trailer drops. Yeah, we forgot to mention that drop this week, didn't it? Oh, yeah, that was, that's news, sure. Uh, when a young John Marston is prostate milking a cow. I didn't see that part in the trailer, but I'm sure it's in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Jay and Drew will have erected dicks busting out of their jeans. All right. Did you? 
I didn't see that part in the trailers, so I must have missed this. So uh, <laughs> if, no if reaction it, was had. If it had been there, do you think you? You know, these things are all very reactionary, right? <laughs> you don't know until it happens to you, so I can't deny it. Okay. Feels like uh, we've got free, full reactive eyes entertainment. All right. You know anybody? Anybody? Want Any? Tell me, anybody tell me <laughs> what that reference is from? Ryan, I'm I'm lost. Oh, no idea. Oh, oh, the guy who hates Shinmu knows more about Shinmu than the people who like it. That's what the system was called in Shinmu. Free. Full reactivized entertainment. Nice. What? That's what Yu Suzuki dubbed the gameplay in Shinmu. Full reactivized entertainment. Free for short. It was an acronym. Mm, interesting. Any thoughts about the Red Dead 2 uh, trailer from you guys? I thought it looked awesome. Looks great. I'm sure it'll be incredible. Don't need to see any more of that game. Reminds me a lot of um, uh, Grand Theft Auto 5. Yeah. You think it'll have uh, multiple playable characters and you, that you can switch over to? or I don't know. It's possible because it's about the gang he was in, right? Yep. It seems that way, but they only kind of highlighted one character, right? But he certainly is in the gang. Sure, sure. Uh, you probably switch between the gang members, I bet. And I bet he's in it. But the question is, is could they get the guy back for his voice? Because if they didn't, fuck you. I don't want to play as him. Anyway, the rest of this email reads, Now, for that top Mario games chat. <clears throat> for me, number one Mario game is Super Mario World, followed by Super Mario 2, and then by Super Mario 3. I agree Super with Mario Jay. Two. Uh, yeah. I agree with Jay <clears throat> that Mario 64 controls like ass. Mario 64 is also a piece Ha-ha. of shit. What? Ha-ha. Ha-ha. I'm not alone. I don't think it's a piece of shit, but I, I think it controls bad, yeah. Anyhow, I love you guys bitching that out. Yeah, sorry, you're both wrong. You're both terrible people. Mario 64 is one of the greatest games ever made. Eat a dick. I hey, agree. I am a terrible person, but it is not because I believe that particular thing, okay? It's, it's because That's of one of different. the reasons, okay? No. no yes, it is. not... Not yes. the it's not the straw that broke the camel's back. Okay, there are many other reasons why I might be a terrible person, but that is not one of them. It is factual. Is that crap? Lies. Next email comes from Daryl. Sorry, every time I say the word Daryl, I think of the the Walking Dead guy. Walking Dead, me too. Daryl. Um, hello, vagrants. Oh, this email is entitled "Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo." Nice. Uh, Long time listener. Blah blah blah. Love your podcast and enjoy the crew's coverage of diverse games each week. The varied views really get me interested in games I would otherwise not even know about. I am writing to comment on your conversation about the lack of genres of music years ago as compared to today. Uh, To show the biggest example which proves this idea, one needs to go back to 1989. Holy God. Uh, Until 1989, the Grammys did not even have an award category for hard rock slash heavy metal artist slash album. That year, in 1989, the great flute-playing prog rock group Jethro Tull won the Grammy for Best Hard Rock Heavy Metal Recording (laughs) for Crest of a Knave. Now, that album was really great, but heavy metal or even hard rock, it is not. They beat out Iggy Pop, Jane's Addiction, and get this, Metallica Metallica. for the album and Justice for All. They did. This shows that there were very few game, or very few genres recognized at the time. There was pop, rock, and country as the major genres, and classical jazz and rap were also popular. That was pretty much it. Metallica did win a Grammy a couple years later, and they thanked Jethro Tull for not releasing an album that year. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, well, before I go, I just want to say I, that I'm enjoying Destiny 2 much better than Destiny 1, and welcome talk about the game. Currently, I, also, I am also enjoying Metroid Samus Returns, as well as Mario plus Rabbids. I am really looking forward to Cuphead on Friday and Super Mario Odyssey next month. I drafted up a list of well-received potential Game of the Year contenders, and the list stands at around 20 games, of which each stands a chance to be the best game of the year. Amazing year. I've been gaming since 1977, and this just might be the best year in gaming, period. Well, gotta go MAGA. (laughs) What's the MAGA thing? We talked about that last week. Hashtag. I was here last week. I don't remember it. Make America great again. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Oh man. Uh, the next email comes from Antonio. It's called In for Gabagoo Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this comes from Antonio. He says, "Sup, guys. If I remember correctly, Ryan was the one who said he couldn't get into Shadow of Mordor. I got about three hours into the game and called it quits." Yep. Uh, I can't even remember the last time I gave up on a game. The enemy respawn mechanic didn't help either. Uh, I've also yep. been playing Evil Within. I'm on Chapter 11 and loving it. Never knew how much I like sneaking around, killing the monsters, and collecting the green gabagoo. <laughs> it is certainly gabagoo-like. Yes. Yes. Oh, man, I'm really excited for two weeks till Evil Within 2, man. So excited. All right. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. Over to the Twitter. Twitter, 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 what do you have? Adam says, this week on what Jay can't say, super. <laughs> I can say super. <laughs> <laughs> I can play along if I feel like it. Uh, Adam also says, <laughs> <laughs> Adam also says, Jay with the fake news, difficulty in Dark Souls is oversold. Bring on easy mode. Uh, yep. Good. Uh, Tate says, I 100% expect Red Dead Redemption 2 to have a Battle Royale mode, and I 100% oh. expect it to be glorious. Actually, GTA 5 just added one. Did they? It's called Smuggler's Run, I think is what it's called. Ooh. Actually, they completely escaped my radar. I didn't know GTA 5 had a Battle Royale mode. Interesting. Well, of course, everybody's going to have a Battle Royale mode. Come on now. I'm actually interested in the Red Dead version because I think in the West setting with all the weapons and the like getting on the horses and stuff and trying to go from po- uh, point to point, that sounds pretty exciting. I want to play the Super Mario Odyssey Battle Royale mode. <laughs> it's just a hundred toads just, just dropped out of a giant pipe. Yeah, they're not allowed to jump because they're toads. And every so. time they kill each other, you just hear, Hey! <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Nivek says, heard the new Killers album. Wonderful, wonderful. It's nice. I didn't even know they released a new album. I didn't even know they were still around. I didn't know they released a new album either. Yep. Uh, he also says, tasted Starbucks for the first time while visiting my friend in Johannesburg. Had a mocha. Delicious. Yeah, it is delicious. Is it, is it worth the $20 she spent for it? You know what? I, um, I get... A latte from Starbucks mm-hmm. on occasion, and it's worth the four seventy five. Oh my okay. god, that's the price of like a value meal at McDonald's. Yeah, but yeah, but it's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> See, Ryan, I mean, I'm not, it's not like for I'm, a second. 
trying to come up with some kind of reason, excuse, and then he's mm. like, no, I got nothing, man. It's, I mean, if you're, it's not like I'm at a spot in my life where I have to choose between eating lunch and drinking coffee. You, you, you don't know, Ryan. That's why you got to save up your money, bro. Come on. Well, I, I save my money. <laughs> <laughs> not if you're no, going to be shopping at Starbucks every day. I have a 401-wonk. Okay. <laughs> a wonk. I thought it was a 401-onic. A 401-onic. A 401-onic. I don't even know. I'm making bad jokes. Let's move on. Uh, Curtis says, loving Cuphead so far. What about you guys? And Jay, I agree with you. Mario 64 controls like crap, plus it's way overrated, Ayo. too. You know what? You fucking... Overrated game. Fucking people, people coming out of the bulwark, you know, galvanized by my statement to not get insulted by people like Ken and Ryan over here that say I'm wrong about feeling a certain way about a game. You know? I mean, just because people agree with you doesn't mean you're not wrong. There's a whole host of people who think the world is flat. That's true. They, sure they have a Facebook group too, you know. But I was gonna, uh, Jay, you're 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 super wrong about Super Mario. Super, super. <laughs> <laughs> Are you super kawaii? <laughs> uh, I'm not going there, man. I'm not opening that can of worms that we finally closed last week. No, no. We don't no. close cans of worms on this show. Zip, zip. They stay yep. open forever. Never. Mark says, Hi, guys. I know it's early, but do you think this year's top ten list could be the hardest ever? I, for one, would not be able to pick one game of the year. Hey, just wait. There's still two more months, three more months left. When you listen to uh, the you know Game of the Year podcast and when my section comes up, just go, like, you know, make sure you're... make sure you're stretched out. Make sure you're all prepared for like a two-hour list of games, of honorable mentions, and just just going into detail about every single game, because it's going to be crazy. Because 2016 Game of the Year, I think I had something like 25 games in honorable mentions, and then I toned it down to 16. And that was hard. And 2016 was nowhere near the year that 2017 is, so it's going to be wild. I already have two games that are at 100% fighting for my Game of the Year. And I feel by the end of the year, there's going to be at least two more. And so, that's, well, that's just the number one game. Right, so Senran Kagura and Shenmue, what are the other games you're, you're thinking about? Shenmue doesn't come out this year, and if it did, I would shit on the disc. You would buy the game, and then you would literally defecate on the disc. No, I would just defecate on it in the store, because I'm not giving that money to that pile of garbage. I know I know you're tight with those guys at the GameStop, but you might not be after that uh, after that debacle. I think they'd be okay, because they'd, they'd look at the game that I shat on, and they'd be like, they'd start clapping. There'd be like that one guy that starts the clap, and then everybody would join in. Slow clap? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what would happen. Yeah. Your, your imagination is uh, quite wild, friend. I would release my full reactive eyes entertainment all over that disc. <laughs> wow, that's real weird. I know. I don't even know why I said that. Doesn't make any sense. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, last tweet comes from Mookie. He says that Fortnite game from Epic Games is really awesome. So yeah, that launched this week. Did anybody bother to download that? I downloaded it. Haven't booted it up yet. It. I had that game when it was just Fortnite, and apparently, I did not know this. It's no longer Fortnite. It's just Fortnite Battle Royale. Like they took that other game out. It still exists, I think. 
Does it? Because I because my it's, icon it's the same mode. my icon now just says Fortnite Battle Royale. Oh yeah, the icon has disappeared, but it's still the same game. You just they they rebranded the game into Fortnite Battle Royale. It seems, That's... which seems pretty hasty, don't you think? I, I mean, well, nobody was playing it anyway, so. It didn't... I thought I know I I hear I hear Fortnite's actually pretty popular. I was decent amount of concurrent uh, I was just, players. I was just kidding. Oh well, it's not Lawbreakers. Is uh, what you're going for? Well, it's Fortnite because I think that game is that's like at double digits <sighs> concurrent players. Fortnite. Fortnite is grosser than Lawbreakers to me because it's forty dollars for a free to play game that's not free to play yet because it won't be free to play till next year. Oh yeah, that the business model is disgusting. Yeah. I completely agree. But um, given that the Battle Royale is free right now, I don't have to pay to play it, right? So I downloaded it, but I haven't kind of booted it up yet because I have actual review games that I haven't booted it up yet. So I sure as hell I'm not going to boot up Fortnite Battle Royale to check out before any of those. I don't know. People seem to think it's okay. Plus it's free, so that kind of eats PUBG's lunch for now until they can get that Xbox version out. They don't have I'm curious how intrusive the microtransactions will be on the gameplay experience. I don't know. I mean, what what could you possibly do? I mean, like, you can sell cosmetic stuff, I guess. But... I, I'm 100% okay with cosmetics, but if they do things like, oh, you can actually get a head start, maybe get some weapons faster. Can you jump out of the plane quicker if you pay money? I know how it works in PUBG, where everyone can jump out of a plane after a certain point at any time afterwards. So if it's like that, I don't know. But I'd have to play it. And um, funny enough, I downloaded it mostly because A, I'm curious, and B, to spite PUBG. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Well, that's not nice. What did PUBG ever do to you? It's way too popular, Ken. Oh, and it's, so, uh, so you're no, in no, that no, camp. Think, think about it this way. I, I, watched, I watched some Twitch at nighttime. And these content creators that that would do other games like uh, variety shows and uh, entertaining to watch, they've all gone to PUBG because that's what all the all the viewers want. So they all just do PUBG. So it's just a nonstop list of PUBG games going on. Uh, and that's when I at nighttime is when I'm doing some stuff on the computer and I have the Twitch on the back background. And there's just too much PUBG. I want less of it. When you called it Twitch at nighttime, it, it mm-hmm. really kind of cracked me up. So, it sounds like you should have said it in like a soft voice, like "Welcome to Twitch at Nighttime." That might not be a bad channel name, actually. Yeah. Exclusively stream only at nighttime. Twitch and, is uh, Twitch is literally just dudes coming out, going, "Hey guys, what's going on?" And girls with their boobs out. That's that's what Twitch is now. It's a lot of that, sure, but uh, there's some good content creators there too. And uh, Bob Ross, because Bob Ross. Sure. <laughs> I almost wanted to. I'm Bob Dole. Bob, Bob Dole, man. Bob Bob Ross with his boob out. <laughs> I don't think that's what he was talking you see, about when he was talking this? about happy little mistakes. You I don't, see, I don't you know. see this little boob over here. This is gonna be our little secret. <laughs> this is our little secret boob. It's in the boob forest in the boob meadow. <laughs> yeah. Oh. The boob meadow. <laughs> That's what okay, that's the tagline for the show. Boob Meadow. Boob Meadow. Boob Meadow. Are you sure that's all the tweets like you we got? I was looking at Twitter. I think we got more stuff. I'm looking at Twitter right now, I don't see anything else. Um everything else before that, the last thing before that was uh Drew write should write a book about security guard shenanigans. Uh, should. I'll, I'll refresh again just to be a hundred percent sure. 
No, I don't see anything else. Hmm. Okay, sure. So it's all quiet in the boob meadow. Are, are you sure <laughs> you're just not excited to watch some more football today? Because it is Sunday. Well, my team doesn't play till 4.30. So, okay. I mean, sure, I'll go watch some football right now. But, no, my team doesn't play till 4.30. But if you do want to email us, send them to podcasts at ztgd.com. Uh, if you want to tweet at us, it's at N4G Podcast. Uh, if you want to follow us individually, Wombat is at WombatRP. Jay is at bottom side J, and I am the site. I'm at ZTGD. Also, check out Phoenix Down. They just did an intermission show. Uh, oh. Uh, yeah. Speaking of Phoenix Down, let me do a quick plug. Next week, we're going to be starting Danganronpa V3. And uh, if you listen to any of the other Danganronpa podcasts we've done, we've done one and two. And we also did uh, intermission about the anime series. If you ever listen to one of those, you know how crazy the podcast can get. We get into very specific details about the case step by step. And uh, we have a good time, like speculating about uh, how the the case is going, about our favorite character, who's going to die next, who's going to be the next murderer. It's pretty entertaining. We have a good time. It's honestly a lot of work to prepare for that podcast. I take many pages of notes just to uh, just to get ready for it. So, um, yeah, join us. If you're you you know if you're interested in playing Danganronpa, play along with us, see where the story goes, and... Um, yeah, it's a good it's a good time, and I'm expecting to have a lot of fun with this one as well. So join us. Come and join us. Come and join us. Come and join Bob us. Bob Ross is here too. At the boob meadow. <laughs> Come to the boob meadow. Listen to it. <laughs> it's gonna be good. We're just gonna hide that right over there. God, his voice is so so comforting. I know. So it is so comforting. He puts me to sleep. Like that's I, that, that's a good thing. <sighs> anyway, that is the show this week. Uh, we will be back next week with Mo Video Games. Go buy Battle Chasers. It's awesome. I swear they didn't pay me. And Super Mario 64 controls like crap, so moving on. Eat a wiener. Got me a winner? Sure, Drew's got a few. <laughs> <laughs> no man, if 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 Drew gets a bunch of gummy wieners in front of him, oh. he'll be insatiable. Oh my god, he will gobble them up so fast you won't even know what happened. I got an idea. I got a great idea for his wedding. Let's all get together and send him a giant tub of gummy wieners. <laughs> I'm on board. <laughs> I don't even. What, what am I missing in this joke? Uh, oh. There, there are websites where you can uh, you can pay to send gummy dicks, uh, gummy penises, right? And then you can send them anonymously <laughs> to someone. And then you know this terminology people say, like, eat a bag of dicks. Yeah. So it'll say eat a, ba- eat a bag of dicks, but they'll actually be gummy penises. <laughs> oh, that you can that's awesome. Actually, actually partake in. So, and then when we talked about it, Drew's like, yeah, I'll eat some gummy dicks. <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> So we're like, all right, true. So we know gonna... we know what you're all about now. So yeah. So we're gonna figure out Drew's wedding registry, and we're gonna send him a big tub of gummy dicks. <laughs> I'm sure that'll go over very well. His, his, he'll, he'll love it. His he'll wife be will be there like... next to his his new wife, just chugging down handfuls of gummy <laughs> gummy dicks. It's gonna be fantastic. I just I just see the look on her face, like. What the fuck kind of friends do you have? <laughs> and he'll be able to say, listen, I've never met them in person. <laughs> uh, 
I don't even really know them. These guys. Are uh, I dicks. mean, you want to call them my friends? I didn't call them that. Hey, hey! He invited me to his wedding. I have an invitation. I could go. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You should go. You should hand deliver the bags. I, I will take if you guys get them. If if I can make it down, I will take them. I'll be like, Drew. I am. I'm not even kidding around. I will get these to you for you to hand them to Drew. <laughs> Perfect. I I will facilitate this and make it happen because. <laughs> It's too funny not to make it happen. Come on. Oh, my it. God. I, and the thing is, is he can't. Oh, wait. We recorded this, so he'd know shit. He's it's, not going to listen yeah. to this, man. Come on. You know Drew's not going to listen to this. That's true. That's true. Like, show up at the wedding and be like, Drew, I just want to wish you all the best in your, in your nuptials. <laughs> and uh, here's, a, here's a gift from all the crew on the podcast. Why don't you go ahead and open that right now in front of everybody? Won't you open that right now in front of everybody? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too good. Oh, anyway, I want to get out of here, go get some lunch, watch some football. But yeah, that's uh, that needs to happen. We need to talk about that. So anyway, unless anybody has anything else, we're out of here. Yeah, I don't think so. Cool. Fuck off. Alrighty, and it goes something like this.